my day. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight we have Killian, Coriander, and special guest, Strange Monkey in the house. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Not yeah, too much. All right. So you guys know what we're doing tonight. We're talking about T2, Judgment Day. I mean, this is it, man. I mean, such a great sequel. I'm really excited about it. I mean, ever since we thought we figured we were going to be doing the Terminator series, I've just been hyped up. This is going to be great. Last week was really fun. We're, we're glad to have uh, Strange Monkey on with us tonight. Uh, real quick, let's see who we have in the chat, and then we'll uh, get to a quick take from you guys. Uh, let's see. We've got, <laughs> we've got Slasher Friends in No Problemo. <laughs> we got Quasi in the chat saying, Hello, Nightwatch, the lovely Corey, and the great Killian. Well, I'm still on the run. These t- <laughs> These T-800s are crazy. How are you going to chase someone for their clothes? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> He's putting on. Nice. <laughs> I love there we it. go. That's, that's more suitable. Right? <laughs> we got Neon Black in the chat, too. What's going on, man? Saying you just can't go around killing people. <laughs> oh, wow. you, you guys are doing they're doing the quotes too man this is too funny man um the people's champion is in the chat eric himself saying great sequel but better hard to say yeah i mean mm. that's the that's the ultimate question eric you know at some point we're going to do a video on that uh gorophobes in the chat saying back from vacation what is up what's up man hey how's it going glad to have you back glad to have you back so let's just do a quick take before we get started um, I'll start with you, Killian, and then Coriander, and then Strange Monkey. When you think of T2, what comes to mind? What does this movie mean to you? Well, what comes to mind is how much money I spent on different versions of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> From a VHS regular edition to a DVD regular edition to a DVD special edition to a Blu-ray to a 4K to yes. a digital <laughs> Man, yeah. Y- yeah, yes, and Knight knows I am not exaggerating. You can send me a copy. Well, don't right. worry. I think I think Knight even has more versions than I do. Yeah, you know, so. wow. <laughs> there is no need to be ashamed. But 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 you know this this is a great movie, and it's definitely one of those sequels that is in that very small list of like, man, that sequel was either better yeah. or just as good as mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah, and it, it's an amazing movie, and it still holds up today. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. How about you, Coriander? Uh, Killian said it. I mean, I think this is an awesome sequel, and you mm-hmm. know, this movie kicks so much ass. Yeah, right. it's great. Right. Absolutely. How about you, Strange Monkey? Well, I, I gotta say, this is a perfect example of how to make a sequel. Mm. You know, it. Mm-hmm. I never get tired of this movie. It's like you know, you guys said, still holds up today. Great action, great effects, 
and a solid story that elevates the movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a good point, too, because it really does elevate uh, the mythology that was set in place from such a fantastic first movie. Right. And that that is so hard to do. I mean, it, it yeah. is a very short list of sequels that can do that. And this movie, not only did it elevate it, but for these characters, they all had more, you know, fat on the bone, as, as you as you would say, Killian. You know, Sarah Connor, her character arc was really, really extended and some wonderful moments. You had great moments for her son. Arnold as the Terminator, obviously playing a different version, but he had a lot of things going on. So it was like so much action and so much sci-fi, but it was also a lot of heart and story all rolled into one and yeah. it was really well balanced. It's it's crazy, mm-hmm. man. It's really crazy. I, the, I must say the, the character development in this movie was flawless. Mm, you know? yeah. and, and that teaser trailer that you showed there earlier nobody knew yes um, and I didn't even know this until a couple of years ago that that teaser trailer existed nobody knew that Arnold was the protagonist in this one so that's right I, that Look. must have been amazing for people in theaters when they realized that he's the good guy that's yeah. mind blowing that was the beauty and, and, I, and I'll say this me and Kill probably jump into this and then we'll get into our intro but that was the beauty back then right Kill because you remember this teaser all we knew was like oh shit He's back. You know, you saw the skull, you saw the red in the eye, and I was already like, he's going to kill a bunch of motherfuckers, man. This is going to be lit, you know? Nobody knew. And 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 credit to Cameron and all those guys to, like, hold that so close to the vest, because I'll never forget when I found out that he was the protagonist, and it was like, wow. How about you, Kill, before we intro into this? Same idea? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it caught everyone off guard because I right. remember when we saw this, we saw this in the theater mm-hmm. and just, you know, looking around at people's faces like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, right. it's like, wow, yeah. you know, and 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 things like that can't happen nowadays because there's nope. so many spoilers and trailers and mm-hmm. leaks. But back then, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Absolutely, man. So anyways, but uh, yeah, this is going to be an awesome conversation, guys. We're going to get finished getting set up. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. Hasta la vista. Baby. Hey. Yeah. 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 Dead or alive, consider this home. No killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral. Emotions, hand in the Bible. Only go sound in the dopest your vitals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder. Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's a gorny weevil of the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Night watch zone. All right. All right, man. Let's get this thing going. Let's get down to brass tacks. Kill. Let's start this off, man. What were you thinking in the beginning of this movie? Man, 
you know, it, it, you could see the things that uh, I guess uh, James Cameron wanted to do with the special effects in this one, even from the sequence of them teleporting in, it was it was done, you know, a lot like in the first movie, but to even uh, even greater effect. Mm-hmm. And just seeing, you know, both of the Terminators, you know, teleport in and not knowing that one of them was good. Mm. It was kind of like, oh, damn, they these machines are are they are up to no good this time. They really want to kill Sarah. They're sending two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, like this is crazy. But it looked great. And it, 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 it brought you back to home, man. It's like, it, man. That opening like, scene too, man. It's like, oh, yes. right. <laughs> yes, it's like, we're, we're back. We're back in the game, baby. Yeah, right, right, right. I know, man. And for a lot of people, especially the younger folks, yeah, remember, man, this was seven years. Seven years. And it we didn't know it was happening, you know, and it came and we were like, wow, it's going to be a sequel. So everything was so fresh and just washing over you. It was crazy. Uh, Coriander, how about you in the beginning? What, what were you thinking? I mean, the opening was was great. They showed the future war. They showed uh, Connor, you know, um, suiting up and all that type of stuff. And then, like Killian said, similar to the first movie, we have the two Terminators that have traveled to the past. Yeah, it. I mean, like Killian said, you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't Mm -hmm. know how many people they were going to kill. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just, yeah, a mystery. It was cool. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. How about you, Strange Monkey? What would you think of in the beginning of the film, how things were happening? I think your mic is muted, uh, Monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Wait a minute. How about there now? you go. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. Um, sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah. I remember just being a kid being, being blown away by the action in that opening scene. And they set yeah. it up perfectly. And then when you have Sarah Connor talking about what was going on, you know, they, they set it up perfectly. And also, you don't know that there's one good Terminator, one bad. All you know is that there are two Terminators coming after John this time. It's like, right. oh shit, this is this is going to be serious now. Yeah, so that's it, a good I love the way too. they set it up. It was perfect. Yeah, and and they really held on to that until the last moment. And mm-hmm. Kill, before I throw it back to you, I'll just catch up into the chat for a second here. These guys, they've been working hard. Gore said, uh, "One of my greatest summers of my life, the summer of 1991." Yeah, man, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric says, excellent work adding in the restream dialogue. <laughs> Thanks, man. You noticed that. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, let's see. And Eric was also saying, let's not forget the Guns N' Roses soundtrack. Man, uh, I used, yeah. to, Who I did used to blast. Guns N Roses? Yeah, man. <laughs> I used to blast that, man. I'm telling you. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Eric said, man, that poor worker at the Galleria just walking down the aisle with his coffee, taken right out. Ace out. He did, Ace man. I was like, out. dang, man. <laughs> Quasi says, uh, this my shotgun. No, this my shotgun. Love that girl fight between the Terminators and they fight like machines. <laughs> nice. Slasher Fred says there are many similarities to the original, like the opening scene with the nuclear war at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Eric saying uh, the title sequence of the classic theme played to a, a playground on fire. Hashtag iconic. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, Neon Black was saying, I think this movie played for over a year at the theater by me. Yeah, that's when movies were in the theater for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was that good. But Kill, once we get to the point, we see that there's two Terminators. And by the way, shout out to Robert Patrick. People don't talk about Robert Patrick as much as he should be talked about. But he was phenomenal in this movie. Oh, definitely. And and the fact that he was the villain and they started him off getting into a police uniform and even even the way he was kind of doing things, you just you, you weren't sure. You didn't know. But what were you thinking? And we also obviously we, we meet Sarah. She's in the institution. What were you thinking about everything going on at this point, especially now we know where Sarah ended up after the first film and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I I was intrigued about all of it. I mean, you know, Robert Mm -hmm. Patrick, like, he's a skinny little guy. Is Mm -hmm. he as strong as Arnold? Is he as strong as that version? Is he stronger? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and there there was just something, and I'm, I'm glad you put that image up. There was just something about the way his mannerisms were in this where mm-hmm. he made them his own he didn't yeah. try to do what arnold did yes and and i remember one of the quotes from james cameron was like if arnold was a tank he wanted like robert to be like like a ferrari like right. something more sleeker oh, wow. and stealthier mm-hmm. and smooth and, and yeah. smoother and deadly in certain right. ways right um, and and the fact that he's dressed like a cop you know, mm-hmm. in, in 90s L.A., that's awesome, too, because, you know, you see a police officer just like those little girls. Oh, yeah, we know John Connor. Oh, he, right. He likes, to, so he likes to go to the arcade. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, girls. You know, I mean, yeah. that is brilliant. If you mm-hmm. want to get information, the cop, I mean, and he did it. The cop car, the first thing you do is plug into that, start but looking up a database. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, once, and once again, just like Arnold in the first movie. He's a robot. He's systematic. I, I just hit the ground running. I just teleported in, killed the dude. Now I'm in his cop car typing in John Connor. Right. And, and, and I'm off to the races. Right. So, right. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he was just fantastic. Uh, Coriander, how about with, with Sarah? We saw that she's still seeing uh, your, your boy from part one, Silberman. Who who's trying to who's trying to make money off of these patients? What a jackass! But um, yeah. you remember because in the first movie he said this guy could make my career. Talking about Reese, you know. But what were right. you thinking about Sarah in these scenes? Because she's obviously a much different character than she was in the first movie. Oh yeah, look at how you know tough looking she is. Mm-hmm. You know she mm-hmm. obviously. You know, like you saw her working out, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's totally transformed with what's happened to her. And how could you not be? Right, so. right, yeah. yeah. And and I thought that it was pretty interesting how she wanted to just be able to see her son. You know, she yeah, had been, man. you know, kind of the ideal patient for six months. She had a goal to be in minimum security to see her son. She did lie to the doctor because he said, well, tell me about these Terminator machines. And she's like, they don't exist, you know, blah, blah, blah. Credit to him, too, because he's smart enough to know that she was lying. But still, man, she flipped in that one scene where he said, no, I'm going to have to recommend another six months. And again, 
Shout out to yeah, shout out to, shout out to Linda Hamilton because she had that moment where she was just staring and then bam, like a snake. I mean, she just struck at him and I was like, yeah. oh, man, this is crazy shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. But um but now let's obviously we gotta talk about my man Arnold. So Strange Monkey, once we saw Arnold and what his game plan was as far as trying to, to find John. And once he eventually does, juxtaposed with how Robert Patrick was tr- trying to find John, what were you thinking how the story was building at that point? Well, I feel like he had to he, he had to work harder to find mm-hmm. John because, yes. you know, the T-1000, it's, it's, you know, like, um, it's like you guys said, he's an officer and that was an advantage. And since he's more advanced, he was able to adapt quicker. Right. You have Arnold, and he's the same model. He's got to, you know, find people just like, you know, the T-1000 did, get their clothes, and he has to look around and find John. You know, it was a lot more, um, it was it was more work for him. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. You know, when people were getting in his way, that scene in the bar, he absolutely destroyed everybody that got Right? And it was fantastic. You know, and for being this a machine and the way that, you know, you have to give credit to Arnold and his mannerisms as well. It's just, you know, when he's looking around and observing everything, you know, mm-hmm. he does it in such a way that it's just, you, you look, you take one look at him and it's like, let's stay clear of this guy, you know, right. know what he's capable of. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I agree. He just has this type of, he just has a charisma about him, and, and that's what's made him so so good in his career over all these years. You just you you just look at him, and he's just got that that it factor, you know, and that's what really translates, especially in a, in a in a character like this where he doesn't talk a lot. So you need to right. be able to really have a lot of emotion in your physicality, which he does. But Kill, we got to talk about the Galleria scene. I'll never forget when I first saw it, you got Arnold walking down the aisle with a box of roses, looking around. We still don't know what his mission is. We're still uh, we're still having PTSD from the first Terminator, you know, and how badass he was. Uh, what, what were you thinking in that scene? And of course, Robert Patrick is is, you know, he got right uh, behind john connor because your buddy or john's buddy kind of ratted him out you know but uh you know what were you thinking in these scenes man man i i was i was really afraid for john i was like this is going to be a short movie because <laughs> like, he's about to get aced out i'm sorry like you know and 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 the thing about it is uh, uh arnold just looks so cool and he's walking down that corridor and we all still remember the arnold that up until now we had in our mind of that right. cold-blooded killer yes. and we we remember what he did at the police precinct we remember yeah. what he did to just random old women named sarah connor mm-hmm. so him looking exactly like that carrying a box of roses there ain't no roses in there buddy <laughs> you know that, that's a shotgun and you were gonna kill this kid i'm like man but, you know, that sequence and the way it was filmed was so awesome because mm-hmm. you see it from John's perspective and he just has that oh shit moment in his eyes. Mm-hmm. But then the camera pans the other way and then you see Robert Patrick coming and it's like, oh, okay, wait, what's what's going on? Are they like both like bounty hunter Terminators that right. competing to kill him? Yeah. Or, 
you know, and then your boy with the coffee getting, you know, Swiss cheesed, and then you're like, oh crap, he's <laughs> he's protecting him, and yeah. then like, then you're like, okay, you're gonna live, you're you're gonna live. <laughs> Arnold is 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 a killer robot that is protecting you. Right. You're gonna live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, man. When he said that, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it was like crazy. <laughs> Uh, real quick before I get to you, Coriander, just to uh, catch up in the chat. We got Cryptomeria in the chat saying, happy Friday. What's going on? Same to you. Same to you. Uh, Gorefolk says, Linda Hamilton. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Eric says, you hear bad to the bone. And you're and if you're from our age group, you think of T2. That is so true, man. Yes. Yes. That is so true. That, that's oh, the man. only thing that comes to mind automatically every time yes. I hear that song. Absolutely, man. Good point. Uh, Crypto says, I saw this in the theater. It is still epic. Yes. Oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, Neon Black says, if I could get your clothes, boots, and motorcycle, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so polite. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, Gorephobe says, that's what made this era so great. Media didn't give so much away. Yeah, yeah, yeah true enough. Well, we need more yeah. teaser trailers like that that don't give too much away. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I agree. I agree. But Coriander, once we have uh, the shootout, we know that Arnold is the protector. What did you? Did anything pop into your mind as far as as they were fighting him and uh, the T one thousand? Because the first thing I was thinking was, oh shit. The T-1000 is pretty damn strong here, if not stronger. What were you thinking? Yeah, he was kicking ass. I mean, it, it, his looks are deceiving. That's the only mm-hmm. way you can put it because, yeah, he's like liquid metal. I mean, yeah. how, how you can't really, I mean, he gets shot in the head and he just forms right back together. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It, it looks grim. If you ask me, you know, when I first saw this, it's like, this is grim, you know. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, it, you know, this, you know, uh, John has a chance. Maybe. But, yeah, but you know, the thing of it is, is that. Slim chance. Slim chance. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. slim chance. Because it's like, this would be like probably the only way that you could, you could one up Arnold. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is a machine yeah. that can morph into. Um, not anything, but you know, pretty much anything it needs to it to can weaponize itself. Like, yeah, like yeah. crazy, and that it's, is so cool. Yeah, absolutely. But as cool as the Galleria scene was, and I'll pass it to you, Strange Monkey. Then we get to the scene of the chase. Like this is like bam, bam, bam. Oh it's like God. hitting you so hard. <laughs> What'd you think of the chase? Because the chase I thought was fantastic. The music was fantastic too. If I had a list of maybe like let's say top five best chase scenes in action movies. Mm-hmm. This is on that list for sure. Yes. Because, you know, it, like tension was high when John was trying to s- desperately start his motorcycle. And mm-hmm. Robert Patrick is like starting to run and he barely gets out of there. And this yes. dude, doesn't, he doesn't give a damn. He's still running after him. Then after mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I need something to chase after this kid. Right. And Arnold gets into the mix. And he's just there flipping the shotgun around. Yes. It's just amazing, man. Then the truck. It, yes. yeah, there it is right there. Yeah. It's like he's chasing right after John. And it's just, wow. You know, he, yeah. he could have gotten killed. Also, shout out to his friend at the Galleria, not ratting on John, 
You know, he yeah. saved the he saved the world right there. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, man. And He's a real one. Exactly. Yeah, he, gave, he gave John five, oh you know, five or ten seconds. Exactly. Absolutely, he didn't rat his man. boy out. Good for him right? for not ratting out his boy. But yeah, absolutely. Um, great chasing. Yeah, man, and the stunt work, and, and that's the other thing too. Like yeah. as I was rewatching it for this episode, the stunt work in this movie was just crazy. The stuff that they were doing, man. I mean, Kill, you remember when we were kids, man? Even our dad would get hyped up with the, you know, when he would do the shotgun cocking and stuff like that, and the oh, motorcycle yeah. jump, and you know, when the truck jumps off of the the overpass and stuff like that. It's like this has, and this is just the beginning. This is still the beginning of the movie, man. You know what I mean? So, I I don't know, man. It's it's crazy stuff, but I'll pass it to you, Kill. I think that this was a great beginning. And then, of course, you get the moments of, okay, let's figure out what this story is about. And then you start to have some conversations. Arnold talks about what his mission is. And obviously, Edward Furlong as John is kind of putting the pieces together and they're having conversation. Now, this is a lot different than the first movie because you're dealing with a kid. What did you think of of how the story went at this point? Because I thought there were a couple things that were really interesting that this movie brought that the first movie didn't. Yeah, I mean, well, for one, you know, you have a Terminator, a good Terminator, and he's interacting with the child. Yes. You know, he's interacting with the savior of our future. Yeah. Um, and the, the child in question also learning that, hmm, I have total control over this thing. Right. And it will do anything I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And I love that he he learned a quick lesson that really made him realize, okay, I got to be careful what I tell this machine to do. Because right. he was about to ace those guys out. Yeah, he, he pulled the gun out. He, <laughs> he was like, ready to go, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, and <laughs> and I thought that was so brief and fast. And it, boom, it, it showed the maturity of John. Yes, because he, he was like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. You know, I was I was a little shit just for a second, but good point. I'm I'm back. No, we don't <laughs> kill. You don't kill people. Do right. you understand? You know. Yeah. So I thought it was a really great sequence that didn't involve any action. It it, it kind of involved some comedy right. and a lot of great storytelling because it really let us know, you know, okay. Who programmed this Terminator? What What is its mission? And it really right. set up, you know, the things to come in this movie. And I, it was a great scene. Yeah, that is a good point because it really showed John. John had character to him as a kid because before that, he was just kind of like a punk type of kid. You know, you didn't really know the ins and outs and he, he didn't get along with his, his uh, foster parents and stuff, which by the way, in that scene when they call the parents because he wants to warn them he says you know they're dicks but i gotta warn them anyways and of course kill you know who that is i know who that is that's vasquez man (laughs) but again that scene was just crazy coriander what were you thinking of that scene because i thought that this was again some brutal stuff just showing what the (laughs) team of thousand could do yeah, like you say, shape-shifting. Hello. Yes. We have many, you know, examples of him doing that throughout this film. And when yes. I first saw this, you had no clue that, you know, he was her until, right. you know, he, 
I think John heard the dog barking and he was like, yes. well, how's the dog? And then, how's you know, Wolfie? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. And when he put his silver, you know, rod through it, you know, the stepfather's head or mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was crazy shit. Not the stepfather, but their foster, foster parents. Foster yeah. parent. Yeah. Yep. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, Arnold still still being a machine. Your foster parents are dead. And then he just walks away. I mean, Arnold, like I said, man, Arnold, who else could have done this performance? You know, it's just Arnold just had that that it factor going on Uh, real quick in the chat before I get back to you, Strange Monkey. uh, Gorephobe says graphics great without being cartoony. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric says, um, love seeing Jeanette Goldstein, Vasquez from Aliens as John's foster mom. I'll always love her. She's great in Near Dark as well. She's one of Cameron's go-to women. Absolutely. And rightly so. Rightly so. Uh, Cryptomeria was saying that was a funny scene. It has great uh, bits of humor to it in it. I'm talking about before that. Uh, Gorefo was saying T-1000 was stronger. Yeah, man. He, yeah. he was badass, man. Uh, we got Flamethrower in the chat, too, saying, I laid my Harley down going around a corner, yet Arnie could jump friggin' tunnels and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good hey, it's, it's Arnold, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gore says, CGI is farther along in T2 than it is now, it seems. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, a lot of things that they did in T2 was such a huge jump forward and 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 now those jumps seem to be smaller and t2 still holds up there's only like maybe two scenes to me that that show its age a little bit but other than that it's fantastic stuff stunt work as well uh neon black says jesus you were going to kill that guy (laughs) of course i'm a terminator (laughs) yes absolutely man uh slasher fred says if you watch the trailer, Sarah asks the Terminator if the T-1000 can be killed, and he replies that he is not sure. Right? Wow. Yeah, because, you know, it's such an advanced prototype. Uh, we got Once in Future in the chat saying, Hey, Nightwatch, my wife, Corey and Killian, the Terminator, there are so many classic moments in this film for real. Absolutely. Very <laughs> much so. Very much so. Um and also, for you guys in the chat, please make sure you give us a like on the video. That would be very, very much appreciated. But um, Strange Monkey, so now we know what's going on. we got the mission parameters from Arnold. Uh, it seems as though him and John kind of have a meeting of the minds as far as knowing, hey, this is how we're going to approach things. I'm not going to kill everyone, I swear. Um, but then we get to Sarah's escape. And we also see that the T-1000 also, like Arnold thought, decided to go to the institution to intercept Sarah. This whole scene to me was fantastic. What were you thinking in these scenes? I don't even remember how the the T-1000 made his way there. Um, But, I mean, he's an officer. uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he has has more access to, to information. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to the T-800, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, things have been established with John, you know, the rules have been cleared, don't kill anybody, we gotta right. break her out of it, so, you know, I, it's, the atmosphere in that hospital was very different from what we saw before that, you know, and Sarah is desperately 
trying to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, all hell breaks loose when she grabs, you know, selfish Silverman over here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's crazy when she first sees T-800, it's like she must have been getting all of these flashbacks. It's like, right? oh my God, yeah. over, you know. Yes. Look, yeah, the look she gave when she first saw him. I'm glad you, you said know, that, Strange Monkey, because that was, yeah. What was that? I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to say something about that too because the look on her face when she first saw him was like mm-hmm. sheer terror. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like yeah. Well, up until up until that point she was running the show. Right. You know, she had right. everybody hostage. She's like I'm out of here and as soon as she saw him, she's like she stopped in her tracks screaming mm-hmm. like, you know, it was like the party was over. Mm-hmm. But little did she know that, you know, he was there to help her. She was in disbelief when she saw him. And mm-hmm. John, and then of course there's the "Come with me if you want to live." You know, Absolutely, great scene. And then yeah. T one thousand jumps in there, and it all hell breaks loose all over again. It's yeah, man, crazy. that that scene where Robert Patrick walks through the bars, man. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, "Damn, what can't this guy do?" This, I mean, like every time you saw him, he was doing something to like one up what he had already done that was fantastic you know what i mean it's like i mean the concept of it was was so it worked so well because his abilities was was all in being liquid and and he could shapeshift he could make weapons he could go through things he could be the floor underneath of you it was like this is i mean this is about the only like i said earlier this is about the only way that you're going to one-up arnold you know, as a T eight hundred. You know what I mean, Kill. What were is you thinking? What were you gonna say, Strange Monkey? Oh, I, I was gonna say real quick that that's where he has um, such a huge dis or a huge advantage over mm. Arnold because right. he can, you know, shape shift. You know, he mm. can mimic other people, and you know, the sharp objects that made him so dangerous. You mm-hmm. know, and every time he saw him, it's like, oh shit, <laughs> we you know get ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy stuff. Kill, what, what did you think about that that whole scene with Sarah's escape, and then meeting up with Arnold, and then seeing the T T T one thousand coming after them? I I thought it was a great s- entire sequence, and smart on James Cameron to really let the audience know the extent of what the T one thousand could do, because this was nothing but a showcase of his abilities, his stealthiness, his his trickery you know being able mm-hmm. to walk through stuff make sharp swords and hooks from his arms right and and it just really let the whole audience know okay this 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 killer is very lethal yeah absolutely um, and and you know sort of like coriander uh, mentioned about the t- the sheer terror in mm-hmm. <laughs> sarah's eyes you know sarah is a killer Sarah mm-hmm. has been trained. She has a particular set of skills, and she is hardcore. Right. And she was out of there until yeah. she bumped into the Terminator again, and all right. of that just went out the window. And mm-hmm. you know, and you could feel it, you know, because she's like, "Oh man, what's going to happen when she sees him?" Right. And it's like, "Oh crap!" And she still was in dis- disbelief until like John's like, "Mom, mom, it's okay." And, right. You know, and then. You know, Robert Patrick comes, and then she's like, "Oh, okay, all right, let's get right. out of here." And then once yeah. again, 
another great chase sequence. It's yes. like, dude, like, <laughs> yeah, man, and, and, was... and the ele- and the elevator sequence. Yes, like yes. you know, it's like wow. Yeah, I love that scene and, and the fact that, you know, he was able to stab through and it just made you realize this guy, what what can he do, man? His head got yeah. blown in half and he just yep. just puts it back together. I'm just like, yeah. holy shit, man. Um, but yeah, so so they got to get out of there. And Coriander, you know, obviously it was a great chase scene. I mean, you can feel free to talk about that if you'd like. But I also want to throw out to you once they had a chance to breathe you know, they got away. They were in, uh, I think it was a, an old uh, closed garage or whatever. And then they find their way to some of Sarah's friends. The story, again, this is kind of uncharted territory for this franchise at this point, because it's much different than what we saw in ter- in the first Terminator. What were you mm-hmm. thinking of, of all these elements as they were happening? I thought they were great. And just before I say that, can I just say how fast, that the T-1000 can friggin' run. It's like, right? holy shit. Yeah, I, I, who would have thought he'd be so lethal like Killian said and so fucking fast to boot, so yeah. He would have been it's able to win shit. a gold medal if he competed in the Olympics just running on the track. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Right. But yes, I thought absolutely. once they got, you know, with you know, the people that she knew and, you know, mm-hmm. you had some tender moments between John and, you know, the Terminator and mm-hmm. it was, it was, you know, it was kind of nice to see that. And yeah, I mean, they got some arsenal from these people that Jesus, mm-hmm. they definitely knew where to go because yeah, the shit that Arnold, like we said, where was he when he was blowing up the was he where were they i can't remember though that cyber place oh cyberdyne yeah. yeah 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 that scene i know i'm jumping ahead but that mm-hmm. was so awesome yeah man i mean they had they had a whole bunch of great weaponry and stuff like that but like you were saying <sighs> this is the part of the movie i think that was again it, I, I think a lot of directors may not have gone down this road you know i think they might have just kept going with you know bombastic stuff bombastic stuff but james cameron actually let the characters breathe a little and i think that was important because when we get to you know the next act or the next fray you care about these characters more you care about john sarah and especially arnold because like you were saying coriander Arnold, and I thought this was an important thing, and, and, and you guys can let me know what you think, but this was a machine that was learning what it was to be human, you know? And, and you know, a lot of people might think it's hokey, and, you know, well, you're just talking about Terminator, and it's Arnold, and da, da, da. but again, when you think about the movie, I mean, it's a fantastic movie, and I don't think, I don't think many people can disagree with that, but I thought it was really interesting as far as character arcs, and for John, because if you you know, if you think about the whole mythology about how he is destined to be, you know, the leader of the resistance, what would a leader have to have for qualities? You know what I'm saying? And we already... Exactly. Exactly. There you go. That's the answer, you know? And we were actually seeing it in real time. We already found out that he knows you just can't be killing people. I mean, can you imagine that? You've got a war hero that at the core of his of, of himself doesn't want to kill people i mean you know that's just interesting yeah. stuff if you take a second to think about it you know but 
the other thing too is Sarah, you know, all the PTSD from what she's gone through, the knowledge of the future. Again, and I know I say this a lot, but I'm just going to say it again. Shout out to Linda Hamilton because she was just so good in this role. Strange Monkey, what were you thinking in these moments, especially with with Sarah Connor and how she was being characterized? Well, you know, obviously the Sarah Connor in the first film, you know, compared to in the second film, it's a very different woman. Yes. This is somebody that nearly died and she had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't even imagine what it's like when you see this gigantic, you know, mountain of a man coming after you and try to kill you. And then somebody tells you, hey, that's a robot from the future. Like, what? Right. Excuse me? And, you know, her life just got turned upside down. She was mm-hmm. just a waitress living her normal life. All of a sudden, right. she's this badass that completely transforms, you know, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden she knows how to use weapons and she is trying to do everything in her power to protect her son. Yes. Being locked up was getting in the way of that. Mm-hmm. You know, now yeah. she had this opportunity, you know, to, you know, stop Judgment Day from happening. And mm-hmm. she really, like, when it comes to character development, I think, you know, Sarah Connor's character development was the best. Absolutely. When it comes to this. Because this scene, like you said, it was important for things to slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and we get to see everybody just interacting with one another, T-800 learning, because that was very important. Because yes. this is John's protector, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's, a, it, it, like you said, like I said earlier, the T-1000 was able to adapt a lot more quicker and Arnold mm-hmm. had to adapt a little bit you know it took him a little while so he's learning about human life and you know yeah. and he would ask him you know why are you crying you know and John would try his best to explain that to him. You know, stuff like yeah. that I thought was was very important yeah those absolutely. tender moments mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely exactly. absolutely yeah. and 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 also uh, once in future was saying she was uh, cold towards John though and I think in the beginning I think part of that was just you know kind of that knee-jerk reaction to make sure that he's ready for the future you know that he's ready for what's going to happen because it's not going to be an easy life it's not going to be easy decisions to make and he has to like she kept saying to him you've got to be smarter than that and so his whole life she had been training him so I think that that's uh, a lot of what was going on but again and again I think lesser directors may not have really gone down this road but there were moments later on where it was this huge tender moment between her and John. We'll get to that um, in, in a second. Um, Eric was also saying, my only knock on this is as great as Sarah is here, it seems like she cares more for John's safety due to his role in the future than him being her son. You're too important. Maybe I see it wrong. Well, you know, I think I think it hits both sides of it because he has yeah. to he has to be um he has to be a certain way, not only to be good in his future role, but probably to survive. Because, I mean, think about it. When Judgment Day hits, you know, obviously a lot of people get killed and there are some survivors. I can imagine that there are a lot of those survivors that just don't make it because it's just not a happy place to be in. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be, you have to be a certain way to be able to deal with that mentally and emotionally. What what do you think, Kill? And then you can jump into uh, the rest of the story stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. 